Amanda and I'm Kristen and we are the extra sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to the hypiest of hype episodes today we are going to talk about (laughs) Halloween kills and this is the second installment in the new Halloween trilogy that Blumhouse is doing of course we had Halloween 2018 which that movie is just I know it's just called Halloween but the you know for all intents and purposes the title is Halloween 2018 right exactly because it's like Oh, yeah, I watched Halloween. Well, did you watch Halloween 1978 or did you watch Halloween 2018? So Exactly. And you know Rob Zombie is, you know, it's Rob Zombie's Halloween. So that's separate. I just assume nobody watches that. But yeah. Also me. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know people liked it. I'm just, but it's fine. You know, I don't really have that strong of an opinion on Rob Zombie. Like, I think it's 07 Halloween. But yeah. Yeah. I just assume, though, if you say, I watched Halloween, you mean 1978. And if you, yeah, it's Rob Zombie's Halloween or it's Halloween 2018. Like, yeah, they're all three different titles, you know? Right. We're not talking we- about any of those. So, <laughs> right. no, we're talking about Halloween kills. And we did the Peacock stream. I'm not going to lie to you. We did not go see it in theaters, but like, I don't even care. Have you seen the box office numbers? I'm not, I'm not listening to their bullshit anymore. They made 50, I want to say 50 mil on opening weekend for this movie, even with it streaming. So I don't want to hear it anymore that you can't stream and make money. Yeah, we can do both, you Mm -hmm. know. Now, I still, you know, think that, yes, let's keep movie theaters alive, you know. Yes, absolutely. Because they are, you know, still, I know AMC, but also like corporations can eat a big one but also these are establishments that I do enjoy going to and we have to keep them alive but yeah this just goes to show you that like you can if you market successfully you can have a a successful stream plus you know box office Mm -hmm. I also think this and okay let's just say it's only because it was Halloween well then that just goes to show you that horror fans kick ass too that's right baby so you know the anticipation for halloween kills i think was really high Mm -hmm. which it doesn't surprise me but then at the same time i think people just really love michael myers in general but i'm like you would think more people would be kind of skeezed out by all of these remakes and you know what i mean but it seems Mm -hmm. like there's just so much hype that people don't really People just want more Michael in their lives. Which is totally fair. Like, I, I, you know, I love watching Michael just do his thing and kill. It's just so interesting that, you know, it, I don't know. Like, you would think that if people get disappointed enough, they'll just stop. But I don't think that'll ever happen with Michael Myers. No. Because he, not. it never died out, even with the garbage You know, because we've had Mm -hmm. a lot of Halloween movies and not all of them were winners, you know, Mm -hmm. but it still kept up as a successful empire, you know, definitely. And I mean, spoiler, if anybody doesn't want to hear from here on out, I didn't particularly like this one. And we have talked to multiple people. I stayed at your house to watch this. And the next day we went spooky shopping 
And we even ran into some people at a Halloween store who were asking us about it. And like all three of them also disliked the movie. So it's almost I haven't heard from anybody that likes it so far. I also have not heard from anybody that particularly liked it. Now, I have not really talked to I've talked to one of my friends that has seen it, but I really value his opinion on Halloween movies because he is the type of fan that like eats, sleeps, breathes, reads, watches. Like he just lives in the Halloween universe. Like any, all of the lore, like the books, movies, all of it. He listens to podcasts about Michael Myers. He watches all of the interviews, cast, crew, creators. Every single time there is a piece of Halloween that is thrown into the universe from anything he absorbs it and so I I was very he went and saw it opening night of course and so when I finally watched it I asked what he thought and he had a lot of problems with this and Mm -hmm. you know and I know that that's just one person but it was interesting because you know we have differed before Mm -hmm. on opinions about Halloween but we seem to align here and that's kind of what I'm seeing with a lot of people about how they feel about this movie. Yeah, it was I'm so glad that we watched this in your projection room because I we were all kind of sitting there like you could feel the tension in the movie like we were all upset cuz I watched it with you and your husband and I was finally the one who couldn't, I I broke the silence. I was just, and then I just started yelling at the TV and then we all just started doing it. Yeah. Like, you know, in the moment, everything is, when you're watching a movie, everything is more emotional and then you have time to think about it and sit on it. So the next day, you know, cause Kristen spent the night, we talked about it a little bit more and we kind of were able to rationalize some things and try to make excuses for some things. But even then it's still kind of like, But the fact that we're having to, like, make excuses Mm -hmm. for these things is still frustrating, you know? Right. Like, there's a whole probably half an hour section of this movie that could have been left out. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Half an hour. Huge section that could have been left out. And the only reason they put it in is because we know this is going to be a trilogy, which also brings me to my biggest pet peeve. And literally in the trailer, the whole thing for this movie is evil dies tonight. But you know it doesn't because they have a third movie. Right. And you, and that's, I was, it was so funny because I forgot it was a trilogy because mm-hmm. of that. Like, yeah, exactly. I genuinely was like, oh yeah, there's a third one. Like you had to, you were like, yeah, no, there's yeah. Halloween kills. And then there's uh, whatever the third one's called. I don't remember. Ends. ends. Okay, that's what I thought. But the final one ever. Right. Yeah, I thought it was Halloween ends, but then I was like, "Is it really that simple?" (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah. So I forgot it was a trilogy, even though I knew it was a trilogy because, you know, evil dies tonight was like the whole thing. I just didn't think about it. I guess. Yeah. Hard enough. Yeah. So you know, I there. I I understand what. So again, this is a spoiler review. So. If you want to go see this film, just go ahead and you can come back to this after you've seen it. It's streaming on Peacock, so you can watch it at home or you just go see it in theaters. Okay, we've moved on. Everyone knows we do spoiler reviews. (laughs) Okay, so there's like, you know, in the first one, you know, 2018, we tried to burn Michael. Doesn't work, obviously, because we have a second and third one because the fire department comes to Lori's house 
and gets him out. And then he just fucks up all of the firemen and firewomen. Right. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) he's out and they bring back Tommy Doyle's character and like all of the survivors, the main survivors of Mm -hmm. the night in 1978, Lindsay, the nurse, nurse, nurse Mm -hmm. Marion that was driving Dr. Loomis, you know, on that Mm -hmm. night. And we bring all of them back just to kill them off, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. take away the, for me, it just kind of took away some of the, what is the word I'm looking for? The God, I know what word I'm looking for. I fucking hate when that happens. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, when it means a lot to you, help me out here. The, um, emotion, the impact, sentimental. Okay. Um, uh, You know, it took away some of the, like. The sentimentalness, I don't think that's mm-hmm. a word, but you know what I mean? Of that <laughs> first one, when you had those survivors, mm-hmm. of those kids that Lori protected, mm-hmm. you just took them away and you killed them. And not even in like a, a, a cool, like a meaningful way. It's not like somebody went down protecting somebody else or it was just kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically they end up cornering him on a street and just start beating the shit out of him with different things. And then they think they have him down. But you know he doesn't die. He's Michael fucking Myers. And then he just starts killing them. And nobody goes to protect anybody else. They just kind of stand there and watch him kill them one by one. Ridiculous. Nobody brought a gun to this fight. Ridiculous. Somebody brought... <laughs> I saw a meme. And... There's a whole group on Facebook and it's called the one lady that brought an iron to fight Michael Myers. <laughs> She's <laughs> holding great. a fucking iron, you know, just an extra in That's the background, so but it's I, so funny. I just, there, mm, I struggle to find anything that I do like in this one. I will fully admit that I, you don't have enough of Laurie Strode. You don't have enough Halloweenness. It's almost like there's a couple pumpkins in the background, but that's it. You don't really get that feel. A lot of it is in a hospital, which, you know, is kind of funny to me. You know, you didn't want your second movie that was basically all in a hospital. So then we do a new second one that's in a hospital, but whatever, that's fine. I The writing is horrendous to me terrible like there's a gay couple that are living in michael's old home and this man has i don't remember what he had but he had like a baseball bat or something he had like a legit weapon and he sets it down for a little fucking cheese knife to take on michael (laughs) what the fuck it's like a little paring knife (laughs) Uh, it's fucking terrible it's terrible or like tommy is written horrendously like oh god he was so annoying such a terrible terrible character and there's a point where Lori is in the hospital and tommy finds her and he it's like so melodramatic he's like i'm gonna protect you tonight just like you did me all those years ago it's like what the shut up shut up yeah i didn't like that line didn't bother me so much but tommy's character did because it's kind of like Lori, where he's had a lot of time to think about this and then he mm-hmm. ruins it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Lori's character, which, yeah, she's, you know, botched some things and ruined her relationship with her family. And you do see those interpersonal connections degrading in the first one, which is fine because, you know, that that's the characterization they gave her, whatever. But like in this one with his character, 
basically they're showing the arc of how like these killings and Michael's existence has really done a number on like the town of Haddonfield in general mm-hmm. and the dark side of panic, which we've all seen, especially with COVID and panic buying yeah, and, and mass hysteria. And, right. Yeah. So he riles them up to say, you know, evil dies tonight. He wants the whole town to go after Michael, which I understand. And I didn't really mind that necessarily, but he made them a mindless mob. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, part of me is like, I have to think people are smarter than that. But then at the same time, I think about what we're going through right now. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know about that. But basically there's another prisoner that got out with Michael and they go after him. And I'm like, so Tommy's not even going to notice that this guy's like a foot shorter than Michael Myers and doesn't even have a smooth walk. He like hobbles and is like bigger around the middle. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like it's just like those those connections that were very simple were not made. And so this, and this movie already has a ton of death and sadness in it. Mm -hmm. And then this whole mob goes after this poor, like mental institution patient and forces him to jump out a window and kill himself. And I was just like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like that. And that's what they spent 30 minutes doing. Yeah. And they're still, he's dead on the ground and they're still like, it could be Michael Myers. What the fuck? Y'all have built it up in your mind who Michael Myers is. Do you really think that he would have fucking done that right there? No. Hell fucking no. Yeah. But then they turn around and they're like, we did this. You could have done that. 10 minutes like tops you didn't need all of this yeah and like even if they had kept the scene in there i think i would have had like less problem with it had it not been so long because you could have had the effectiveness like it was sad and it could have been just as sad in like 15 minutes yeah but it's also fucking dumb because so i'm so glad that they named Lori's daughter karen just because it fits so fucking perfectly So she decides they've figured out that this isn't Michael and she's going to go save him. So she goes and she locks him in like this little hallway where you where there's windows on either end. So you can see that he's in there. And instead of locking herself in there with him where she could show, hey, he's not hurting me. He's not killing me. Maybe it would calm these these people down, this mob down. She locks him in there alone and locks herself on the outside, assuming that she's going to be able to stop hundreds of people from breaking in that fucking door incorrect yep she's so fucking dumb yeah she also tried to stop her daughter from like going after michael if that was me and i I would be like nah i'm going oh my god i hate that character so fucking much and huge 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 spoiler so i'm gonna say it right now if you want to leave leave she dies in the end and that was so fucking good karen yeah yeah she does yeah but it's weird because like at first i didn't think she was actually dying and like i was like is she seeing things (laughs) yeah you know i was like oh no like she's actually dying yeah so in the third one it's basically just going to be Lori and her granddaughter yeah so i think like for me you know there are like you know It's hard because I understand like continuing with Michael Myers. And I think that I do think that obviously there's a monetary component and that cannot be denied. 
right? Obviously. Yeah. I also think that people, including the filmmakers, genuinely do love Halloween and love Michael Myers because I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis would have produced this if that wasn't the case. You know, I don't think it's obviously, but I don't think it's all necessarily just like let's pump out Michael Myers content just for the money because I think that the the director of this film and the one that came back to do it, he does have a genuine love for the character and for the Halloween films. And obviously Jamie Lee Curtis does as well. And she produced this film. So that being said, you know, I, but I do think by continuing the movies, they keep having to push the envelope with Mm -hmm. like his kills and his character's MO. Mm -hmm. And it kind of loses the whole like Michael Myers feel to me. Yes. His kills in this at some points are really cool. There's one point, though, where it's he stabs this couple and then he puts the husband's body on the table and continues to stab it with multiple knives. Like, it's art. Like, he's creating art here. That's not Michael Myers. Yeah, like, he's admired his kills, but he just, like, grabs a knife, stabs it in his back, grabs another knife. Like, he just, he stops when it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he is still very Michael. He's still very scary in this. He's The shape is still, like, do- a dominating presence. And, like, you know, Kristen and I got matching cardboard cutouts of Michael Myers over the yeah. weekend. And, like, when I see him, every time I pass my entryway where he's staring out of my window, I'm like, Gudu. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because he's, like, a huge, and this one's even shorter than, like, the real Michael would be, but he's still taller mm-hmm. than me. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, that thing is big, you know? Yeah. He's still very dominating and scary. But there was always a distinction between, like, Jason Voorhees' gore and, like, Michael Myers just as the boogeyman, just, like, as something hidden in the shadows and, like, swift and, like... You know, just like you kind of think of Jason as like, yeah, he's going to fuck shit up, but he like fumbles around and he's like Mm -hmm. brute force. And Michael's just always felt more sophisticated to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's smarter than that. Like he will think he doesn't need to run at you because he's thinking through a situation. Yeah. Whereas Jason feels more like that. Sorry, but this is part of his MO, that mentally retarded, almost animalistic killer. Michael doesn't feel that way and that's how they refer to him in this movie and it was really frustrating and then like he's axe murdering in the beginning yeah you know like it used to be that like stalker in the night and yeah it was badass but it didn't feel Michael to me Mm -hmm. the whole time there were a lot of now what I did like there were a lot of times where it did Mm -hmm. and it just at the same time like you know, the kills were cool. And if it it mm-hmm. is, there's a lot of slashers, especially nowadays, where it just kind of goes overboard. And there were a few kills here where it did. But then at the same time, there were a lot of neat kills. But it just, you know, the thing that's Michael Myers here is, you know, his mask and the way that he walks and he just pops up somewhere. And, you know, but then at the same time, there were a few things that get lost. And like I said, when you just keep having to push the envelope because there are, you know, so many movies, it just, you know, I don't feel the same. And I'm not looking for the 1978 feeling because I know that's never going to be replicated or duplicated. And I understand mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I just, I just get a little, there's just like a little 
ounce, it's not much, but a little ounce of sadness when I see certain things done with a certain character, like a beloved. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, uh, you know, say a slasher is beloved because they're a fucking psycho murderer. But you know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. That's the exact reason why Rob Zombie's Halloween is the first and only movie I've ever walked out of because as soon as he was this rad child who was just crazy it it was not my character anymore yeah right so yeah I mean this movie is definitely for some people like I may be jumping a little ahead here. I don't know like how much talking we have left, but it's got a 71% from the audience and that's already got 2,500 reviews, which is actually quite a bit from the, it's going to have a lot more like this will probably have hundreds of thousands eventually, Mm -hmm. but that's already quite a good amount for a consensus, you know, Mm -hmm. but from the critics, it's only got a 39% and that's already, yeah, that's already with 182 critic reviews. So that's quite a split number there. And, you know, it, it just, it's just so like, You know, Chris and I were talking recently, there is a show on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us, and the first episode of the new season is dedicated to Halloween. Mm -hmm. And the whole, and there's a lot of actually misinformation out there that this movie corrects that we have also perpetuated, so my bad. But... What something they talk about is they they wanted a, a slasher that was not gory and it was mm-hmm. just scary and this just kind of sucks the life out of that original idea. Yes, this you know what I mean. All gore. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it just felt so directionless to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't really know. Like, the, I knew the ending was coming, but I was like, how? Yeah, it definitely. Where are we going? It definitely feels like a trilogy movie where that middle one is just filler. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing, I don't have a problem with filler movies, but filler movies can be done well. Correct. And it just didn't feel cohesive to me. I feel like it could have been done well. And I, I feel like if I had even, like, they didn't need to make it as gory or have this mob mentality if it was like a good setup movie with maybe less kills but it was a good solid written movie i would have given that a pass you know what i mean yeah also morgues aren't just like on the main level with bro (laughs) i had such a problem (laughs) with that i what did i say that like three times and we got so mad about it in the hospital there's a morgue and it's on a main level with open windows. Mm-hmm. So you can just see the bodies. Yeah. And it's not like they're zippered up or anything. Like there's just a naked body laying there. This woman just sees her dead son laying in there. That's how she finds out. And like, if you're, you know, I think that if you just love the genre and, you know, like slasher genre, it's going to be fine for you. Like mm-hmm. totally. And I will give give it that. It was it stopped literally behind my teeth. I was gonna say it was fun enough <laughs> for that, but like even then, if you have no like connections or like you don't care about Michael Myers or Halloween and you just want to watch a gory more movie, sure. 
But yeah. if you do, I don't know if you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that 2022 will be the last Michael Myers movie. Definitely not. But I'm not even like totally against that, I guess. I just... It, ugh, I don't know what what I would need to see for it to be done well. I don't even totally hate the 2018 one, to be clear. Agreed. It like, was fine. This one, for me, a two. Yeah. It was fun yelling at the TV. Yeah, I would also give it a two. I wouldn't give it a one. I don't think it was that bad. I think there was enough to keep me interested. It wasn't like mm-hmm. I was like, Bleh! It wasn't boring, at least. Yeah, no. And there was enough of, like, I enjoy Michael Myers enough as just a presence on screen, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. When he shows up. But everyone yeah. else didn't give a fuck. Which is sad because, like, I wanted to be so excited about Tommy Doyle and Lindsay being back. Agreed. But I just wasn't. Yep, definitely. I didn't care. Especially because I'm pretty sure it was the real Lindsay, that little girl. But it wasn't the real Tommy Doyle. The person we brought back was from the Breakfast Club. So, honest. And his age is about the same as Laurie Strode's. So, it's a little awkward. Yeah. Wasn't cast well. Yeah. So, you know. Interested to see what y'all's thoughts are because I th- yeah. it, this may be kind of a split movie among the horror community in general and Halloween fans in general. I would be surprised, you know, if somebody is a really diehard Halloween fan and comes out like, that was fucking awesome. But clearly, with some of these audience reviews, they had a good time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, let us know what your thoughts were. But it gets a two from us. Yep. And when some movies get a four from one of us and this one gets a four cumulatively. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah, not great. But you know where to find us to let us know what you think. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters. And if you would like to email us your thoughts, the Extra Sisters at gmail.com or join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. Until next time, stay creepy.